0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake Kerr. Welcome to the Black Ink Podcast. Today, I am joined by Ben and Daniel Lloyd Smith. Thanks Do- for having us, mate. Of course, of course. Now, the uh, the earliest memory of all of us together <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I I have like stored is a, a brilliant. I don't even know how to frame this. It was so we're all part of like what was it T Mac. Yeah, the, the it was. The Team McKenna Youth, camp. Like youth yeah. camp? yeah. Now, I'm thinking I must have been like 16 at the time, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, we're all very similar aged. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the final night of this Team McKenna Youth Camp, which is like a sleepaway camp for a week, which is the children of people who are involved with Amway, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's like a leadership camp. In Queensland, In Queensland. yeah. In yeah. Queensland. So, already a bizarre fucking thing. Because, I mean, how many people have the experience of being that age group and traveling to the other side of the country just to learn like leadership skills and essentially sales skills i think as well
1: yeah Uh, it was it was actually pretty good i must admit i did fall asleep in the first day after the travel there but um yeah uh, it was an awesome week i thought it's pretty crazy
2: yeah who would have thought um dosing up Hundred fifteen year olds on energy drinks yeah. uh, and cookies for oh, three or four days. With, uh, <laughs> <dude>. Excess <laughs> energy, energy yeah.
0: dude! I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was the last night of that, and I think it was like a, what is it like a, a talent
2: show or something? Yeah. Have, have to do a show for the for the crew. Did yeah. you? Do we have to do one? Yeah. I think it was strongly it, encouraged. Yeah. Right,
0: right. And I had a bag full of skin suits at the time yeah. because I was I was I just come I from Did you come a, from, a,
1: from a comp? Yeah, I'd just yeah. come
0: from national cha- no, I was just going to national yeah. championships and as it turns out I got picked for worlds from yeah. that nationals. Yeah. And I fully blame this event for being, <laughs> for for performing so well. Yeah. But our group all wore skin suits, yeah. inline speed skating skin suits, yeah. and Lycra. did a, did a dance routine to Backstreets Backstreet back. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Was that it?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yes yep um, my personal worst nightmare but we did it yeah dude <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things now where like you think back of it and you're like how the fuck did I have the like confidence yeah. to do that in front of a crowd purely leaning
1: on each other's you these know what I mean? days you'd probably need half a carton of to get up there and do it but we just had 10 drinks <laughs> the these sense.
0: days everyone's going to be putting it on Instagram
2: yeah. I'm not doing it these days nah. it's not, you not out there enough is I, I think like?
1: you can still find it on uh, YouTube somewhere it floats <laughs> around Facebook memories <laughs> <laughs> I did
2: try to track it down like I think you deleted the Facebook along the way so our, our friendships disappeared into right. the ether but, and I've certainly untagged myself
0: <laughs> yeah um, yeah I remember being embarrassed like five years after that. And we've got to be like over 10, 12 years later. Oh,
2: easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I reckon it was 08, 09, something like that. Yeah, yep. maybe.
0: That would that, make sense yeah. because I, I was in world 2010, so that mm-hmm. would, 09 would make perfect sense. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. But we formed,
2: obviously, a great bond that night. <laughs> oh, yeah, <all laughs> dude, together for life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> five men in Lycra, there's not much left to share. With, yeah,
0: dude, sh- come on, boys. Sit the showers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, actually, I think it's really interesting. Now I'm in this position of, and I think we're all in this position of kind of, I don't want to say entrepreneurship because I think it's a bit overdone, but just being in business, being outside of that form of like having a job and doing the, you know, I work from this to this on these days. We're definitely out of that. And I think you can attribute enough of that to situations like Team Mac, Mm. where like for some reason you're a teenager talking about you know how to identify personalities how to work well with them yeah. how to get the most out of your own personality
2: yep nine to five doesn't have to be it if that's not your thing yeah. like mm. it was probably yeah.
1: before its time in a way in that um, that was when entrepreneurship wasn't sort of blown out of proportion like it is these days everyone's an entrepreneur mm. um, but they were definitely forward thinking with online marketing and all that sort of stuff that back in back then, I mean, Facebook only came out in Australia, what, 2008 or something, so it was True. still very fresh. Mm. Um, but no, again, I've we probably, we took a lot away from that, and there was quite a few years in between of, <coughs> we always knew we wanted to start our own thing, but didn't really know what that looked like, what it would be. Um, you obviously went away, and you did start your own thing with a coffee van, and, and that's obviously how Black Ink has, has come about. Yeah. Took us a little while to pull our fingers out, but yeah, finally doing something now. But yeah, it took a lot away from that week's And when you look back on yeah. it. Uh-huh, I mm.
0: never really put two and two together that they were like the original online, like that was their thing, was the online. Yeah, The idea was, was taking all of your normal grocery shopping and putting it online, yeah. getting other people to do the same thing and getting a, yeah, it looks like a pyramid scheme, sure, but it wasn't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> a
2: referral fee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the original, or well, maybe not the original, but probably the most yeah. well-known multi-level marketing marketing um, like that, you can see the offshoots of Herbalife, those sort of things that are yeah. very yeah. one thing centric. But Amway was everything from your detergent to your, to your food to water filters and, and big stuff. So it was crazy. Yeah, I crazy. think I've,
1: unfortunately they just couldn't quite overcome that stigma. stigma. Like everyone knew who Amway was, everyone's yeah. grandparents. And always a stigma, a negative stigma. A stigma for whatever reason, probably because the supposed pyramid scheme. But yeah. Um, yeah, good business plan and good business idea back in the day. Yeah,
0: if you can get everyone to participate, and especially if you can be the person who implements that participation early yeah. enough, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I think like with anything, like I even face it with um, when I'm telling people about Black Ink, not, not even when I'm asking to the buy, asking them to buy something. Yeah, a lot of times there's that pushback, mm. you know. And I think like Amway is a system that as we as we say, like it definitely works, and it, it like. It, do, it doesn't even have to work as in making money for you. It works as in just ordering the shit that you normally get in your fridge yep. and in the, you yeah, can exactly. get it online. Yep. But just, yeah, it's funny that for some reason, well, not for some reason, just
2: that stigma just re- never really left. Mm. Well, it falls down because it's such a great idea up until the point of the sales, aspect where you, it comes off that way because you get 30 people, strangers in, a, in your living room and try to yeah. pitch to them with no real sales training really and it's um, it's understandable why people look at it.
0: Dude, right I remember right I went to this fucking essential oils thing. <laughs> I don't know what it was. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like listening to these guys talk. And I'm thinking like, you, you're dancing around what this is. I don't know what yeah, the intention yeah. is it's here. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, after like 45 minutes I'm like, and you're all finishing we're wrapping up, I like spoke to the lady afterwards. This is above the plaza. It was like yeah. one of those rooms that you rent above the plaza. Yeah. And I like spoke to her afterwards. I'm like, is the intention to get people on board? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to sell here? Like, is there an incentive to sell? Like, what's going on? She's like, yeah. Well, the idea is, you know, you same as Amway. I'm getting fucking angry. I'm like, I was learning this shit how to do it properly when I was sixteen. You're a full grown woman. What are you doing? You know. <laughs> I've been tricked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it is funny though. Like, um, like you're saying, you've faced it with black ink. With we've faced it with what we do. Amway. I'm sure our parents faced it. Then if you like, if you. If you're trying to sort of dance around the point people are instantly on the back foot you've got to just come out and be like bang this yeah. is this is what we're here to sell mm. either take it or leave it and yeah. people are either going to buy the product or they're not they're either going to align themselves with the product or not and that that's that's their prerogative yeah. but it's either people dance around the point or they go full eighties salesperson which no one wants either but you've just got to yeah. give the information outline the product and yeah, people again are going to make up their mind but if you dance around it <laughs>
2: there's a good saying um, people love to buy but don't love don't like to be sold yeah. to so it's like yeah. walking that line of um, you have to be informative and you can't be ambiguous but you, you don't want to be that sort yeah. of 80s over yeah. the top sort of thing yeah.
0: I think with the amount of information that we all deal with every day like on social media and just like the fact that now we have such so much more of a network of people that we kind of know, even just walking down the main street, and you've yeah. got to have those twenty interactions. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that when it does come times for it, come time for a transaction, yep. like I know personally, like sure, if you're going to try sell me something that I don't want, like I'm here for it because mm. I do that to people all the time. But as you say, like please don't dance. Yeah. Like just tell me what Make you've got for sale. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just tell me what you've got for sale. How much it costs? What's the value? Yep. How I can't live without it? Yep. And then, shut up. Yeah. Let me tell you if I'm going to buy it or not. Yeah, yeah. And then how we go from there, we go from there. Yeah. But <clears throat> there's definitely... I was just thinking, as you were saying before, one thing that Amway... I remember uh, this was part of the like, literature, I guess you could say, because there's always those like CDs that you'd yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. and books they recommend. Yeah. Dude, w- did you guys read The Secret when you were young? Yeah. yeah. And you read How to Win Friends... Cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How to <laughs> we Friends yeah. and Influence People. Yeah, yeah, dude, It's yeah. like, dude, like, it's so overdone. Like Manifestation now is so overdone. It's like, I had a vision board when I was in high school. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Like, I knew what I crazy think, unfortunately because it is like it's so in your face now it's kind of lost its impact yeah the well, fundamental's still there but everyone kind of goes oh here we go again just because yeah. it's always in your face but it, i mean we we believe it's true
2: yeah dude so yeah you, like i think the secret has um some negative negativity around it mm-hmm. because it's like seen as if i say something it's going to happen and i can just sit back and go well i'm going a Ferrari <laughs> and, yeah yeah, you know, yeah. that's you have to... That's the goal and dreaming portion of it. Then you actually have to implement it. That's should be part two of the secret. That's yeah. it's not all... Um, in the ether type magical stuff. Yep.
0: And I think also like... With, uh, with The Secret as well, I mean, if I wouldn't mind going down this, uh, this, this direction because I really fuck with all of this. Yep. I think the part two of The Secret to me is uh, Think and Grow Rich yep. by Napoleon Hill. Yep. And that's like a perfect explanation of like why this theory behind The Secret mm-hmm. can be actualized through your, like, through your routine, through your like, um, actions, through your... Like, for, for, I think how Think and Grow Rich kind of operates is it turns everything into prayer. Yep. And like prayer is just like a spoken vision board. Yep. it's Like if you start and end the day with saying like, "Here's what I want to do. Here's how I'm going to do it. Yep. My intention. Here's what I'm grateful for." Yep. Like, yep. just as a thought experiment, just as an experiment, just do that for a month. Yeah. And see what starts changing. Have you seen the? Um,
2: and this is a bit woo-woo, but it's been studied. Like people saying positive things to a glass of water. Yeah. Negative things to a glass of water, and the water crystals are different. Yeah. Makeups. With, and it's the same for plants; like they somehow do that. Like say, well done, plant grow strong, and then hey, <laughs> this what I do every work. day. <laughs> 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 and it just droops. And it's like, again, I um, there's a danger of becoming too sort of out there, but it's an interesting premise that positive self talk, at least at a very minimum, mm, yeah. has to well, I be think net good.
1: If you like, uh, we I recently watched that um, How to Change Your Mind on Netflix, yep. which is about psychedelics and stuff. You yep. seen that? Yeah. So again, um, we grew up, where we were always told, don't ever do any drugs, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. And um, watching this thing on yeah, mushrooms, and it's funny because you always hear every single person that does it, and not condoning that everyone does do it, but yeah. everyone that did it, if they were going through cancer treatment or whatever, they all, all had a fear of death beforehand, and all of a sudden it was gone. Yeah. And the common factor was they were at one with nature. Yep. And I think um, secret, universe, the nature, without getting too deep, it's it all ties back in, like Ben was saying, with Something's plants going on. and stuff. Like it is all linked. It has to be. Oh
0: yeah. You know? We got five senses. Mm. Five senses. You're telling me there isn't more going on that we just can't yeah. possibly fathom. Yeah. It's like I and I again we keep saying like let's not get too woo woo. I work with what works for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 18 months I've been saying the same prayer every day. Yeah. And I'm watching everything around me come to yeah, life. Yeah. So it's like, cool, that works for me. Yeah. And you hear these like I remember I was listening to a podcast with who was his name? Big Liver King. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he talks about uh, connecting with the earth. Yeah. So like, well, you know you walk grounding. barefoot. Or, yeah, yeah, grounding. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I was like, cool, sounds pretty gay. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. And sure enough, you go outside, you close your eyes, point your head towards the sun, no shoes on the grass. I don't know whether it's I'm just trying to positive affirm myself or what's going on but something happens and it's like okay cool I felt good this time
2: why not do it?
0: just one more time and then if I feel good again I'll do it just one more time and if I get to a point where I'm like every time I'm having a bad time I go stand on the grass with eyes pointed towards the sun and something happens you know
2: just don't go the next step of liver king and start injecting <laughs> trembolone and all oh, sorts dude. of HDH. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think a couple cycles of trembolone over your life is necessary, yeah. you know? I yeah. mean, dude, you, you get to live once, you might as well fucking try it out, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, how it feels. Yeah.
1: Was, um, reading a book at the moment, Miracle in the Andes, have you heard of that? No. So it's like a Urugu- Uruguayan uh, rugby team way back in the day that they, they were travelling to Chile, they're playing crashes. they're in the Andes and they're lost for like 72 days. Yeah, yeah. So they've got no food, so they end up eating each other when they die. Naturally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because there's obviously no food sources around. Anyway, long story short, they're at the stage now where they're climbing a mountain pass to try and scope out exactly where they are. Yeah. Um, it's taken them three days to get to the top of this peak and one of the things this guy says is when he gets to the top, he's overwhelmed by hopelessness because he realises that Chile's not just over the other side of the mountain. It's, they're surrounded by mountains. They've got nowhere oh, to go. Oh, yeah. But he said... It was extremely, it is extremely humbling because they were dead in that they had nowhere out, they had no food. He said we realised we were dead men walking, but at that time I was standing on top of the mountain and I realised that I was so in, insignificant and everything beautiful that happened and everything gruesome that happened on the mountain was not for us, it was the mountain doing it because we've been doing it for millions of years. Interesting. So the show that nature puts on isn't for us because we're sweet nothing yeah it's simply nature doing its thing and we're just here to enjoy it for our tiny slice dude
0: so, and doesn't that liberate you to do whatever you want exactly yeah have no fear right oh, i was talking to my grandma about this the other day she <clears throat> and i said you know like i've got that i think this is a rogan thing yep. like an early rogan thing yep. but when you're on when you're in your car and you're traveling to perth and you're like you're like think about what this looks like from above it's like it looks like blood cells traveling in a in a yeah. vein you yeah, know yeah. and then you zoom out even further it's like that vein is a is a system of itself which yeah. lives within other systems yeah, which is yeah. a bigger thing operating yeah. and then that thing operating is part of a bigger system and a bigger system yeah. and it's like man that shit there fully <laughs> liberates me to do whatever i want to do yeah you know and it's like these worries that we have i don't have enough money i'm not good looking enough i don't have this motorbike that i want or whatever, like yeah. it's what all it fucking doesn't matter yeah. Yeah. you know that's yeah. so cool yeah yeah and then you do some mushrooms and you get no fear of death. You're like, oh, wow, bro. Let's start doing some real wild shit, you know? <laughs>
1: oh, that is, um, again, like you say, have a bad day. Stand on the back lawn, connect again. Yeah. Like a, a bad day for us, really. It's a bloody good it's, day for most. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think that... Um, yeah, i think as well a lot of people don't have like a rule book for themselves and i feel like mm. i i've got a list of things i do i'm not having a good time like i know what i do first yeah you know, what i do second what i do third what i do fourth if none of those work it's like just go back to work and go back what you were doing then because obviously yep. this is bigger than you yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah and that like that comes from experimentation and admittedly that comes from having time a lot of mm. people don't have time yeah, yeah you yeah. know i know that if i'm not having a great time I can go for a ride on my push bike. Most of the time, that fixes a job. Yeah. Well, most people can't just jump on their push bike when they want, mm. and most people haven't had the time to experiment with like, I'm I'm feeling shitty, What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna well, I can go for a mash and see what happens. Yeah. Oh wow, I, I feel better. Yeah, yeah You yeah. know. Yeah.
2: Now I've got to make dinner for kids and blah blah blah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it goes on. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, and this is the thing. I mean, well, I mean, my purpose behind Black Ink is to create time and bandwidth for myself in the future. Yeah and create a process that I really like doing. Oh, yeah. by the way, talking about process you like doing, have you seen this uh, new Jonah Hill documentary on Netflix? No. Not yet, no. Dude, it's wild. Yeah. Hey, I'm halfway through it, and it's like one of those things where, you know, like it keeps you thinking about it yeah, after yeah. the
2: fact. That's with his therapist, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm I, not going to give anything away because yeah. it's, it has such good progression. Yeah. i tell you what I will give away, though. You watch it, and like as creators, yeah. you're like, oh, fuck me, Jonah. Like you made it about you and then you get halfway through and you're like oh that's he, why. he had to oh okay you know? <laughs> so it's a really good yeah I'll have to give it a watch it's like a nice deep thing to like and man it's 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 good in that it gives you usable tools for yourself you know yep. like mental tools yep. it's crazy I reckon
1: that's one, probably one of the biggest things is that Like, this day and age, like you've said before, there's so much stuff, information coming at us, whether it be from Instagram, TikTok, or just the news, like, wherever you get your info from, that it's so overwhelming, that so many people just go, shut down, I'm not doing any of it. Yeah. And you can't, a lot of people can't take little bits from everywhere to put in, because not everything's going to work for everyone's lives. Yeah. But, like, you're going to take something from Jonah Hill's, you know podcast or yeah. documentary or We Take Something Away From Today or The Amway or whatever it is. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are so overwhelmed they just can't take little tidbits Yeah. That add up. Again, yeah. people always say it's the one percenters and it and it's the same in sports, the same in life, same in business. Yeah. They take one percenters from a whole range of different influencers or people that mentors, people you follow, yeah. People that you might have just had one conversation with on the street. Yeah and that's how you keep progressing forward isn't it i
0: think that that porousness to always be like looking for the opportunity to learn mm. as well be
1: open to it yeah,
0: yeah yeah like i've i've had a pretty i've had like two semi significant i'd call them fails in the past like month and it's just like well i know it doesn't work
3: yeah yeah i know it doesn't work yeah. so well
0: now yeah you yeah. know like i know it's not that i go oh, i just go do the opposite it's like well no i'm yeah. never going to do that again yeah you yeah. know and you can like break down where's the data here what where did the, if there's a progress where in the progress or process did we stuff up
2: yeah. yeah you know yeah and that's sort of um like a lot of the business and self helps. they say fail fast like yeah. the more you fail the more you succeed which is true as long that you have to learn but if you can get through without failing yeah why would you fail it so i think it's become a bit of a almost like a bit of a kink for people like oh, i failed at six things now and it's like yeah yeah but are you gonna make a goal of something you know like it's yeah, a fine line
0: this is a thing dude like i feel people see like the 10-year entrepreneur and they're yep. like i'm gonna go try something for myself yeah and they get a hundred thousand dollar loan and they do something and spend 80 of that hundred thousand dollars and then they have an eighty thousand dollar failure yeah and it's like, bro, I've been betting $1.50 at a time. Yeah, 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 You know, and then when I figured out $1.50, I bet two. Yeah.
2: And you it's, know? Um, it's a long game, isn't it? Like you've, the Black Ink name has been around in different iterations for years, yep. but it's morphed over the time. Yeah. Um, you pressed pause for a while, which is a good thing, because I think everyone, ourselves included, can be guilty of rushing. Like it's, I want it now. I've got an idea. It's a good idea. Mm. Why isn't it successful tomorrow when I started? Yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that might be one in a million, but yeah. not for a, not for the majority, you know.
0: Dude, I paused for so long that I had no intention of coming back. Yeah, I paused yeah. for so long and had so many people ask me what I'm doing with black ink. I I'd I'd get angry about it. Yeah, I'm like, leave Don't it,
3: bring
1: it up. just drop <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's not nothing. Yeah, you know. And well, I had to uh,
1: come back. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, dude, so am I. I'm having so much fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. But that, I think, that ability to, like I, I said with my accountant yesterday, like understand, I'm making no money at the moment. That's fine. I'm doing this forever. Yeah, you know the things that I'm doing now, like even the podcast, it makes me no money. It costs me money to do the podcast, mm, yep. and it costs so much time and effort. Yeah. Right. But let's go. Let's skip forward a year when I've had even more conversations like this, and yep. all of a sudden I can go down to business X yep. and say, "Hey, we'll put you at the start and the end of the podcast for a month. It costs you this much money, and then all of a exactly. sudden, it all starts to make sense. The yeah, snake, yeah. the snake eats its tail. Yeah. You know.
2: Exactly right. Yeah. No, again, really impressed with the way you're going about it, with the amount, but the quality, like of the content you're doing. Because I think it's the amount that people, again, ourselves included, you fall short with it. You have to do it. Yeah. Three times, five times a day. Yeah.
1: Um, We've been guilty in the past yeah. of trying to perfect it. So then you just go, it's oh, not quite what we want. So stuff it. We won't put it yeah, out. Yeah. And it's yeah. like that's not the point. The point is just. Put put yourself out there and some stuff's going to be shit and that's fine.
0: And the one that you don't vibe with is the one that goes viral. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reality. It sucks. I did that video on Saturday night and it went gangbusters in 12 hours, got 11,000 views and as I posted it, I'm like, oh, it's a throwaway. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. But as you say, the thing that will stop you the most and I've had to really like learn this over and over and over again, your expectations are way too high. Mm Yeah. Your standard is way too high.
3: Yeah.
0: And... Like, we go back to that selling conversation we are having just a moment ago. It's all about that trust and like uh, authenticity in what's going on. So when I'm making one of these videos, I'm trying to sell them an emotion, I'm trying to sell them a feeling, I'm trying to sell them this like, oh, what is Black Ink doing? Right? Now, if they can see you recorded on an iPhone, you used a sound that they're already familiar with, you put it together on Instagram, that's authenticity, that's trust you didn't make it some fancy program i haven't heard of you haven't got transitions in there i don't understand yeah, yeah, yeah. you made it relatable yeah. so a lot of times when you go like oh i don't quite like this like people for some reason especially like real amateurs vibe when the transitions don't line up with the music yeah. drives me crazy yeah, yeah they're like oh yeah what yeah it's terrible it's yeah. terrible oh, i liked it when you did that yeah, yeah. okay interesting data set but yeah. let's yeah. move forward with that. But yeah. that, like, dude, just make three videos a day. Mm-hmm. I've already made my three for today. All I've got to do is post the other two. Yep. You know, when, once you get into that habit, and admittedly it has to be, like, if that's your job, yep. that has to be your, your main concern. When you go to work, I get that out of the way because it needs the most amount of bandwidth, yep. it needs the most amount of, like, attention and energy, and you need to be consistent.
2: Yeah, yeah. the consistency is so difficult for everyone, I think, because it's um, hard to maintain top energy at yep. all times. Like, Ooh. everyone fluctuates on the roller coaster and it's like the most important obviously it's a cliche but when you're on the down you have to keep that going because yeah otherwise it's hard to pick it up again it's like going to the gym training for you know skating cycling whatever it might be if you let that rope go skip one day
0: skip one day and all of a sudden it's been 10 years and you're not a cyclist anymore (laughs) I even sold my bike somehow you know (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's interesting those down days I find like because I mean plenty of them in black ink for sure you're constantly coming up with ideas new angles new ways to like inform and educate and entertain with these 30 second kind of bits of media right and I feel like the times when you're like, for me, when you're not feeling it, like, in a way, that's one of those failing learning opportunities. Mm. What do you make when you're not enthusiastic? Yeah. It's easy to be pumped about Black Ink when I'm yeah. making money and making friends and I go down the shops I'm like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about Wednesday afternoon when you're like, what can I make a video about? Yeah, exactly. What can I make it? Dude, you got 3,000 videos on your phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is 1,200 training pieces of audio. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah.
2: And even post the negative stuff. Like, yeah. That's another level of like the vulnerability or realness. If, and again, it can be a bit cheesy if you'll see it all the time like guys on TikTok crying, you're like, it's not real. Never cry online.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Um, Michael, Michael, Michael Jordan taught us that, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never cry online. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <So> <laughs> yeah. many memes. Yeah. Yeah. But it is. So being real, but not crossing over into that, oh, you're just virtue signaling or yeah. doing it for the sake of appearing to feel all spectrum of emotion type thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think um, you've mentioned this before, like I've never really gone down the path of like, you know, woe is me because I'm a startup or, you know, because yeah. I'm and I don't have any money. Like the whole time, like, yeah, the, I think there's a way to uh, display mm-hmm. the like difficulties of what's going on. Yeah. But like for me, I'm always like, I can't feel like my car. Yeah. yeah How yeah. crazy is that? Yeah. You know, like it, yeah. for me, it, it is honestly mind blowing for me because like yeah. truck truck driving where you don't have any time to spend your money and you make all of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like the thought of
1: not being able to fuel up your car is fucking hilarious yeah, to me, yeah, yeah. you know? so I think it's, um, it's a funny thing. Like people look at all real estate agents and like we've got a lot of friends similar age, some are younger than they always look and, you know, they take the piss like, oh, you real estate agents, you're all bloody wealthy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there are some very wealthy real estate agents for sure. Yeah. Um, but you got to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I think everyone... Well, most people have been in a position where you get to the fuel station, you go, and prices weren't what they are now. Yeah, and you go, shit. Like, what? How do I? Well, oh, Mum, Dad, can you transfer just, twenty bucks? Twenty bucks. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. do do have a bike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't really matter what industry you're in, what job you're in. Everyone's been through a stage of yeah. shit. And and it's. I think it's probably again the vulnerability not everyone should talk about all of that stuff but with your close friends and family there's nothing wrong with saying like yeah I didn't earn a cent last month because I didn't sell anything or whatever yeah. like there's nothing to be ashamed by it as long as you're doing something yeah. about changing it yeah okay? 100% so,
0: and also if you're one thing like I get really st- might be like an autistic sort of thing I don't know but like don't come to me with a problem and like I, I never know how to respond to problems. I'm yeah. always just like, okay, so am I in a listening role am I in an yep. advisory role or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if like if you're at like, if you're at a point where you're, like I don't know what to do, yep. it's like cool. You got to like start and end with that, and then you almost need to add on to that. Like, what do you think I should do? Yeah, you, you know. Tried Google. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, do you know how fucking Black Ink made its resurgence? Was like I googled how to make money online. Yeah. Yep. that's it yep. you know like and it sounds crazy but it's like yeah everything that's worth doing is a million steps and the first one is really fucking easy yeah just to go do it yeah yep. but so tell me a real estate agent typically is wealthy why is it commissions or is it you have access to cheap land and you get it at an increased value or
1: whole range of things but it, the commission the, I think like yeah. the
2: and not it's not to downplay it is it? it you can earn it's a ridiculous
1: industry, really,
2: where people you can earn more than a, a brain surgeon, yeah, um, with no qualification. So, well, I
1: think still, though, in saying that the average wage in real estate is $62,000, right? And the reason it's $62,000 is because the base wage legally that uh, an employer has to pay an employee, yep, even if they don't sell anything, $62,000. Oh, so as much as there's wealthy ones out there, there's a whole pile that are earning hmm. below. Base wage. Like when we started in Bunbury,
2: we're now doing more rural lifestyle outside of Bunbury. But yeah. we were uh, residential. There was 150 agents for just for Bunbury. Wow! So, um, How many houses are there in Bunbury, or, or properties? Well, if you think the Greater Bunbury, you know, there might be 80,000 people. So it's not going to be exact, but 40,000. Roughly, pounds. yeah, um, it's, yeah. Like um, Dalyup, for example, has got two and a half. Yeah. Uh, two and a half, three.
1: Oh, probably close to two and a two point. 2,800,000? 2,800,000. 2,800,000. Yeah. 000, 000, yeah.
2: But yeah. competing with 150 other people in a smaller market, yeah. Um, and again, a, a lot of people that may be struggling to get a listing, they have only one lever to pull, and that is to drop their fees. So yeah. you sort of...
1: Oh, okay.
2: It's a race to the bottom. Yeah.
1: yeah. The crazy thing is, it's an industry of, like, everything is mine. And even within the same company, you might work... Ben and I might work for the same company if, if we weren't related, and Ben wouldn't ser- share shit with me. Interesting. Um, and even bosses would be like, no, nah, mate, I'm not, here's, yep. a, here's a telephone book, you start ringing, and it's like, well, I'm I, like, I'm Again, a it's young, not 1980 anymore. We yeah, 22-year-old to... kid, like I don't have a database, I'm not 50 years old, I've been around Bunbury for yeah. all those years, so it's, um, there's a lot of that, there's a few businesses in town um, that are very good with that, they're very proactive, and if they've got a new agent, they will, um, help with handing over listings or go along with listings with them, and that's that's really good to see. Yep. Because um, it's, it, it can be very difficult in the beginning. It's obviously not manual labour. Yeah. There's a lot of um, intellectual labour, though, by the sounds of it. It's, like, you're putting up, like, the reason people sell houses is for a handful of reasons, and, and a lot of the time it's death, divorce, or debt. True. Um, which they're the negative ones. Which yeah, they're are, the negative ones. Yeah. Um, obviously people are upsizing, so you know, they might be selling the first time. There's always good stuff, but you're dealing with family relationships, especially for us in the farming sector. You know family businesses are tricky, family farms are even trickier when it's who gets the farm no one, we're gonna sell it and then yeah.
2: if there's three brothers or no or well, there are kids that are not interested, there's no succession plan, who yeah. gets... Because there's so many scenarios where Jake gets the whole lot and then Jake's brother gets zero. It's like, well, oh, that's a bloody emotional. And then we're in the middle minefield. of it. Minefield. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've had uh, clients ring me up late at night complaining about um, not having enough sex with their partner all sorts of stuff. Hell yeah. So dude. As an a- the
2: bloke's 80 years old, by the way. So it's like, well. Oh, yeah. It's you become a. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them you, you come around, give her marriage. a tune up, <laughs> get her in the
1: mood. Yeah. All yours now, partner? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's that side of things, that side of it that people don't get to see. But yeah. again, there's so much upside and positivity. The people that you get to meet. Yeah. Again, from us, from a rural perspective.
2: Like a personal point of view, but yeah, there is a. Um, again, it's a bit like Amway, and we're sort of I think bottom three for trustworthiness, where with used car salesmen yeah. and I can't remember the other one, but we're, we're I think we're second I think last. Solicitors. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um and for good reason a lot of the time like again the industry is more regulated now than ever without boring you guys and the listeners but um, it just attracts a certain it can attract a certain type of person I think yep Um, again the regulations will hopefully put a put a stop to that, and if they make it a profession, that's what we'd like to see again, because you can get, oh. your, get your license in uh, two weeks if you wanted to,
1: so.
0: Okay, so what does a profession mean? You almost have to do like an apprenticeship for it or something? You'd have, yeah, to, you'd have to, yeah, to
1: go study. You to need to study, so oh, wow. a property valuer You yeah. have to go to uni to study, yeah. and that's why, so from a legal standpoint, again, without boring the listeners and you, our price point is an opinion, whereas yeah. a valuer, it's oh. legally binding. So they can get in the shit. we can, but you'd have to go, fairly
0: straight. Yeah, so you just go like, oh no, I'm an idiot, I don't know what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. Well
2: you think, day one of real estate, you could list million, millions of bucks worth of property, yeah. if you're lucky, um, but you could really muck that up and that's mm. not not on you, it's on the, the client, because you, you might have lost them hundreds of thousands of or millions of bucks depending yeah. on the size right. of the deal. Right.
0: So the hard part is getting the listing.
2: Yeah, it's really, that's it's a two part process mm. because um, it's not just click your fingers and you can start selling houses. like you have to market yourself. Yep. Um, again, which you're familiar with, you have to market yourself, whether it's to an area or a certain demographic of property or, or seller. Yep. And then you actually have to sell it. So mm. you can put all that, it might take you 12 months to build a rapport with someone, finally list their house, and then if the house doesn't sell, you might have put 18 months in for zip. You don't get paid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you're successful. So again, it's by no means... Uh, the hardest job in the world, but it's not as easy as sort of I think a lot of the outside perception may may yeah. make it out to be.
0: It sounds like a lot of it moves super slow. It can do. Yeah,
2: yeah. slow and quick, and it's an emotional. It's hard to um, remove your emotions from it. You don't want to remove all your emotions because that's part of what makes you a good agent. Um, recognizing where people are coming from, what they're going through. Like yep. we, we yeah. deal with tears and of the happy and sad kind and yeah, you know it's true
0: too- <clears throat> i guess walking away from a fucking massive farm that you've spent the, your life living on to be an interesting moment
1: yeah yeah i mean we yep. um have a listing at the moment that um the grandfather was the original owner he built the house and planted a huge pine tree yeah the week before he went off on the ship to gallipoli wild stayed in the family since mm. so that's sort of um, history like brings a heavy weight heavy you. dude yeah, That's yeah which so is heavy. like really really cool yeah and um hopefully the new buyers really appreciate that and build on that yeah um but yeah for the family leaving it's like
2: you want to you want to make sure you do a great job for yeah. everybody but yeah. everyone every scenario is different when stuff like that comes across you really sort of realigns and go oh, that gee it's like a it's a generational thing it's yeah not, yeah it's not a um A flash in a pan, like I've owned it for six months, Mm. three by two. It's a
1: family dynasty, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, what's a what's like the biggest property that you've dealt with so far?
1: So, we sold one a couple of years ago, probably 18 months ago now, um, in a place called Yuna, which is just north of Geraldton. Okay. Uh, So, fair way away, but that was um, twenty-six thousand acres Mm. all up. Wow. Fairly sizable. There was a one main farm and then two other subsidiary farms that were still highly productive, just slightly smaller. Yeah.
2: Um, another incredible story, wasn't it? Because it's mm. over fifty years in the same family. Like you can imagine, farming fifty years ago, especially in areas such as Yuna, which is really hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Open Not cabin tractors there. and that. Like so, you've got the the dad that was still there. He started doing with those sort of farming practices all the way through to now with. Um,
1: self-driving harvesters and
0: oh true yeah. is and that what like it all is all um grain or something
2: yeah
1: so up there yeah, yeah grain or, or sheep but those yeah. guys went straight um cropping so wow yeah but yeah the old the old fellow who um is in his 80s now he had to clear a lot of that land so two tractors chained between the two ripping trees out to clear Damn. acre by acre um, that's hectic
0: Twenty six thousand of them
1: yeah so over time obviously they accumulated it started a lot smaller dude no
0: podcast or anything either just do no. the work, just figure it out. Yeah, exactly. and again, like yep.
1: talking about hard work, um, I mean, any job back in those days was hard work, but farmers, even today, farmers work yep. phenomenally hard. They yep. don't appreciate how of course. hard, but back then, yep. just ruthless. Like our pop, um, he had a small farm in Yeah. Um, but you hear the stories about wintertime, you know, they might be out in the paddock doing stuff and they've got um, potato sacks over their clothes just to try and add layers to keep themselves warm and all sorts it's of stuff. So, no puffer vest
2: back then. Yeah, you? no. Uh,
1: <laughs> again, all open cabs so if it's yep. raining they're sitting there getting yep. drenched. Just loving it, eh? Yeah. Just loving it. Yeah, yeah.
2: But that so. has been an interesting because we're probably five years into, mm. into rural um, and it's been obviously we've got a minor farming background in the family but we didn't get to see it on a broader scale but yep. that's another, I think, industry that's sort of a lot of misconceptions and mm. People don't realise like what farmers put on the line for yeah. to give us food. So yeah. if you took away farming, you're not eating much. So it's um, yeah.
1: Well, from a business, purely business yeah. perspective, most corporations, if they weren't in farming already, yeah. yeah. If you looked at the numbers, most of them would go risk reward. <laughs> Forget yeah. it. Like there's so much True. risk that it's just it's 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 really not worth it. But really?
2: risk out of your control, like you get yeah. a frost overnight, you watch millions of dollars you've invested. Yeah, so, all dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not enough
1: rain, too much rain. Just, yeah. it's And of course, yeah. you've got the
0: cost of the land, cost of the equipment, Yeah, and also like this... and inputs. In yeah, yeah you, you've almost got a subscription to seeds or something though, isn't it? Where you, it's yeah, well,
1: a changing game. Out We were out at a farm yesterday and the clients were having to basically sit there at the computer, pressing a button as quickly as they could to try and get um, a sale of a allotment. quota for the grain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and really? They,
2: or, yep. But the actual seed, like again this is another interesting Rogan podcast I can't remember who it was but talking about Monsanto who make um, Roundup and all the chemicals rest yeah. and all that um, they have a monopoly really they won't so you buy the seed and anything left over you have to give back to them so you they'll say there's a new one next year yeah which is ridiculous like it's um, you wonder why Bill Gates is getting so heavily involved in farming it's just oh, all yeah. driving to that corporate <coughs> away from sort of Regenerative and sustainable farming to that sort of—it's a different chemical and seed and whatever every year that. And then on top of that, that.
0: the fertilizers that we're using are like further and further ruining the soil and
2: and us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild. We live in a time now, like um, we—we're all avid listeners of Rogan and and friends, and it's like you realize, like, we're fucked.
2: Yeah,
0: we're fucked. That's it. We're problem solvers as a species, but essentially, like, it's not looking awesome.
2: Yeah, well, it's bloody hard to even if you were to pick sort of a fight that you want to be involved in it's so far up the chain to make a difference like mm. not to say you shouldn't try but it is disheartening if you if you do get attached to one thing in particular and then you're like well what am I, what can I do about it mm.
0: yeah I remember this chick that I used to skate with she kind of took that path of like you know I'm gonna help with n- not having plastics and I'm not yep. gonna use deodorant and stuff and It's like, cool, so you're just going to live a difficult life. Yeah. That's what that means. And I get you're making all the difference, you know. But, but, like, we have to remember, like, the things that all of these things provide are, are like, comfort and convenience. Yeah. And realistically, like, life is built in a way now that that comfort and convenience needs to be accessible for everyone. So for you not to participate in it, it only really holds you back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not making a inch of difference yeah, yeah. and you're just now like smelly and eating out of fucking
2: cardboard containers my mate and i joke all the time because we know like aerosol deodorant's horrible yeah chewy's not so good but they're the two things like if i get armpit cancer at least i haven't reeked my whole life you know like <laughs> yeah. there's certain things you sort of get to go with well, chewies oh who knows if there's a, some sort of a spartame or whatever like who, oh yeah i love that taste though. exactly
0: what yeah. i'm gonna do is not
2: have them chewies, exactly mate Man, <laughs> I think
0: we we were on to Amway were the first people to educate my family on the shit that's in soap and all that. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah, because yeah, yeah. they do all like it's not natural, but it's like chemical free soaps and that. Yeah. yeah, done it for years, haven't they? So yeah, it's uh, again great product, but it had the stigma about it, didn't it? So, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 dude. Excess energy drink. What are we talking about? I dude, I don't I don't know if you guys remember this. It was like the most embarrassing moment in my life to date when it happened. <laughs> but I was up there and. I've been sponsored by Amway and Speed Skating for like a year and a bit. And I was out there and I'm like, yeah, so I wore the skin suit here and I wore the skin suit there and I wore it uh, at national championships. So, you know, we're getting out there, you know? And everyone's like, yeah, woo! And as I said, I'm like, they don't really need my help. They've got, (laughs) and then, the dude who took the fucking microphone asked me, he said something real smart. I was like, yeah, thanks for your help, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, did I have my tail between my legs? <laughs> what a moment, you know? You don't need to do that to a kid who's just said, like, yeah, I'll wear a blue skin suit with your name on <laughs> yeah. it. Right. Especially at a youth camp. Like, yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we Where's doing? we trying to build people up. Yeah. Yeah. Man.
1: It is yeah. funny. We were talking about this yesterday, though, with some clients because the clients um, asked... Why there's not more people starting their own business, and obviously farmers are in probably, real It was yeah. yeah, Farmers are probably some of the original entrepreneurs. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, especially when you look at some of the immigrants that came in that mm. had no other option. But anyway, um, and so we got got onto that thread, and it we were saying how Australia's got this amazing effect of rather than the US, and sometimes they do go to the top with the whole rah rah type shit they're very good at boosting people. it Doesn't matter what it is, they'll go, "Yeah, I'll yeah. we'll follow you." you. Like, How like, you? Yeah. It's like, go Jake, go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Whereas like, Australia, you, you step out of the norm, doing something different. Right? What do you, what do you mean even if yeah. someone likes it? Yeah. Oh, nah I, yeah.
0: I, yeah, look, I hope he does well, but uh yeah. you don't hope that. You're yeah. a dickhead. Yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah, dude, there's tall poppy syndrome in all of us. Mm. Australians have it like in their blood. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I must admit, I've really faced no real like face-to-face adversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like it's funny is,
2: isn't because it? it takes more guts and oh dude it's, it's always behind the scenes
0: i found out yesterday that there's been chicks asking my girlfriend's friends like oh is that is that his girlfriend in the g-string photo shoot or like is she cool with that does she know what's going on <laughs> it's like dude i wasn't the photographer i didn't pick the girls i had nothing to do <laughs> with I just that the i G's. pay yeah i i produced a garment and paid a photographer to yeah. do like
2: what do they think was happening? Someone walked into their bedroom. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: like, it's Craig's <laughs> actually got three or four girlfriends. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, they've all got their own room. <laughs> Ridiculous
0: though. Like, that's, that's, to me is just like, because I was laughing about it with Riz, I'm like, what's the best and worst case scenario to them? Like, so what if I was a photographer? Mm. And so what if she was one of the girls? Or so what if she wasn't one of the girls? Like, yeah. what? Like what's going to blow your mind in this situation? It's yeah. a fucking business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is a yeah. business. I sell clothes. They're models, yeah. you know? And when you sell underwear, they're going to be in underwear. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's how it works. Under the
1: jeans, she's actually wearing one of those yeah. jeans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it now, yeah. but... She's comfortable.
0: We'll put her behind a wall as well. Behind that wall, there's a chick she's she wearing jeans and yeah. under them. Just sure, <laughs> yeah. she's not my girlfriend, she is wearing Photo taken by not me. Oh, uh. goodness. So, this latest endeavour of yours, Zephyr. Mm-hmm. So, I first heard about it when you asked her to make some clothes for you. Some um, hoodies and stuff like that. And, I mean, you got a very, no, no, get comfortable. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a very, uh, ambiguous isn't the word. The name doesn't particularly describe what you do. So tell us a bit about Zephyr.
2: Yeah, so that was the goal to not pigeonhole ourselves to be a rural real estate or any sort of aspect of real estate. So we wanted it to fit for real estate, whether it be rural, lifestyle, um, prestige, residential, residential, and and any other offshoot that may come after that. So we didn't want to really call it um, Lloyd Smith, blah, blah, real estate, and then you're locked into that name and look because you see again we with the marketing crew we say our brief was no primary colors everyone has done that for years on end yep. no sort of obvious names yep. um we want it to be able to be morphed into different aspects if and when need be yep um and the, uh, the whole plan was to bring a fresh look and approach i think to we are focusing in on the rural lifestyle prestige sort of sector yep. um, the hope is that the look hasn't been, and the, the method of marketing and the messages getting out, there are a little different. So, yeah. yeah. I
1: think um, we always said, like going into it, like Black Ink, Zephyr is far bigger than just the three of us, because yeah. Dad's obviously involved as well, and, and Mum is yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Zephyr, as a brand, is way bigger than any of us, and any of the employees, like it's not, it's not centric to just Lloyd Smith yeah. property or whatever. Um, and if you know, like we're saying, stay open to anything. So as time goes on, who knows what offshoots come of it? Yeah. Um, but it's uh, still always coming back to being family orientated. Obviously, we're a family, and we want all of the employees that come on board to feel as though they are part of the family yeah, sure. as well. Um, but again, like Ben was touching on the marketing side of things, especially in the rural space, has been done exactly the same for fifty years. Yeah. Like. Um, and it is very much an aging demographic, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I think the average age in rural space is 67, 68 years of age. Okay. So <coughs> you're trying to bring in something fresh, again, not everyone is going to get every single bit of the marketing. And that's the point is that we're not cutting for everyone, but we want it to be different. We want it to stand out. As long as people are talking about yeah. Zephyr, that's again, yeah, like yeah, you won the game. <coughs> yeah.
0: I think real estate has like, Like you say real estate agent, you think they've got a a shop front down the main street, they got all the properties up on little pieces of paper and there's three pictures, like from the front, from the top and the pool, you know? So have you guys got a storefront? Have you got a premises?
2: No, we don't. No, so we let, um, where we were, the lease, we're not going to renew. Yep. Yep. Um, Again, we're sort of, so the traditional model of real estate in a really short condensed format is that you, have an area that you might be a specialist in, and Bunbury's sort of small enough that you can still deal in most areas of Bunbury, but in Perth you might be dealing, in Cottesloe, you might like be Scarborough, whatever it might Mm. be, and that you've got your 2,000 households, you, as Jake, you market to them, but for us it's a bit like you, if you were to try and sell black ink only in Bunbury, Mm. you're limiting yourself to far more business than things out there. So we treat, we think of WA, um, or the hope is, the goal is that WA is our. Our area, yep. if you like, um, so to have a shop front when we're not doing much in Bunbury, yep. we don't have a rent roll. So the, the foot traffic that mainly comes in an office is people looking for rentals,
1: right? It's also a lot of money, like, as much as there's a heap of commercial space in Bunbury available, oh, it's not cheap, the rent's not cheap, and um, outgoings all. are all
0: on you as well, yeah. So we to staff at it that. properly, and
2: yeah, sick looking at six figures, and yeah, um, again that's not to say we won't have an office at some point but because we're here there and everywhere like yesterday we're past out past Wagen. Yep. Yep. we've been as far as uh, up past geraldton so and we don't want to be in an office that's the point of yeah. trying to create our own path is that we got into real estate really because we weren't looking for a a nine to five which is a funny thing to say because often you work longer than that but yeah yeah, yeah. The flexibility of not being tethered to a desk in a, yeah, oh, I do. Compu- yeah. I work all day computer. for
0: myself, yeah, yeah. and I've working eight hours for someone else, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, Sounds like you almost need a helicopter. <laughs> it's
1: we, funny have- you that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the money or the ticket to fly one, but <laughs> yeah, but we I mean, have joked about that would make sense because yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: you get one of those helicopters, with big ass internet, little office space mm-hmm. in the yeah. back, you'd be doing your paperwork on the way, yeah, we, headphones.
1: We have had clients, uh. Come down and visit us in a chopper before, yep. which Dude. was an interesting experience. That's so badass.
2: Yeah. We, well, you, you talk about the dream board, like the verbal dream board. We said, how cool would it be to Daniel, you get your um, fixed wing license, I'll get my chopper license, so we have got all bases covered. Yeah, I can do the long haul flights. And, and then we, were searching through properties that maybe we could we could approach, and there was one that had an airstrip on it. Yep, on Caves Road of all places. So press like primo, primo um, locations. Location. Dude,
0: the trust you get with the client when you rock up on their airstrip in your plane. <laughs> yeah. Are you
2: fucking kidding me? So, we, and then we list that, and it's like, okay, so it's, and then clients will end in planes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not, hopefully, that far fetched because, again, how cool would it be to jump on Daniel's plane and go to Kananara kind of yeah. to list something or whatever it might yep. be? But,. Yeah, we'll joke about it for now, but we better get cracking on the license. Talked about it the other day, <laughs> dude. The, that's like
0: I've—I've I've told Riz, I've told Mama, told everyone. Like as soon as I got some money, some money, money, I'm—I'm I'm learning to fly. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. getting a plane. Yeah. Because who? <laughs> fucking serious? You yeah. Straight from off of train, the train, yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, this is where you're going to flex on me with a watch. I've got a fucking plane.
1: you would be going up and down the coast with a big black blacky banner. Every oh, day. dude, why wouldn't you? <laughs> There's right. your content. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh man. No, nah, that's – um yeah, I must admit the uh the kind of like – it's funny when you were saying before, no – no uh, is it basic or prime colors? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, I like that – Uh, I feel like now you can't be so far away from what you're doing that it's like non-contextual, obviously. Yeah. You can't just come up with like – I mean, for me, black ink is probably too far away because it doesn't say anything about apparel. It, it doesn't su- suggest anything. But it's like you want to have that subtle approach – to what you're doing so but you kind of want that first 10 seconds to be mystery you want yeah. like that's your hook almost yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and then once you're like you once you get to that point where they go okay i understand what it is what's their name again zephyr then you that that's like the formula to remember your name yeah
2: you know it was an interesting process yeah. again has doesn't have to do with anything with real estate but trying to come up with a name is bloody hard like, yeah um so again we when we approached the marketing company because we, like we are chatting about the other day, we had lots of ideas, but it's hard to get out of your own head. And then the more people involved, the more difficult it is because there's more ideas and it's yeah, hard to... Yeah. So we just gave them an open slather with really those few um, parameters to work within. Yep. And they provided re- like 20 or so really good names and we weren't vibing exactly with any to jump into to a name. Yeah, they were
1: really good names, but probably for like... Perth residential, yep. or like a, like a clothing brand, or a coffee shop, or something right. like that. So, yep. cool <coughs> names and yep. cool ideas around them, but just not for us.
2: Um, so, it was actually Mum that came up with Zephyr. Yep. Um, but it means winds of the west and winds of a gentle breeze and mm. stuff, so it tied in nicely. Yep. Um, it's a good red hot chili pepper song, and it sort of oh. works well as a, a logo motif as well. So, yeah. it's, it, uh, it's funny how you arrive at the, at the end. Result It's not always a straight line, it really is, isn't it? But I
1: think brands are impossible to come up with straight off the bat. Yeah. but then you look at like a brand like Adidas or Nike or Red Bull, like Red Bull's a bit self explanatory, but you know, Nike. When you have you read that book or dude, okay, how they I came got, up with it?
0: you know, how shit comes in threes, and when you hear it three times, you got to do something yeah. about it. You're the third about this book, yeah, yep. I've got to go fucking read this book. So it's <clears>
1: like it's a cool story. The guy was literally friggin useless and he's a, it's actually like incredible fella but yeah. amazing that it even worked and came off when you read the book you're like what the hell this guy had no idea what he's doing yeah anyway to think back to go like nike meant nothing it wasn't a word like they came up with the idea of a tick like i won't give it too much away you gotta read it but to go it's just now different. it's an everyday brand name that you go nike of course it makes total yeah. sense so again whether Zephyr, the hope is that Zephyr becomes a household name and people refer to it as a name that they know. Yep. Um, but you've got to start somewhere, and it's going to start off where people are like, "Oh, Zephyr, I've not, I've not heard of that. What does yeah. it mean?" Yeah.
0: I think there's so much power in having that ambiguity in it. Yeah. Like for Black sure. Ink, it's like, what is this? A podcast? It's a clothing brand. He does these like events and shit. And yeah. It's like, cool, man. You're like, you don't need to remember what I do. You just yeah. remember Black Ink. Yeah, I've yeah, already yeah. won. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's how I say it. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think you're right I mean how many and like I've had this conversation so many times because to be honest with you the first four years I hated the name like yep. I didn't even wear my own clothes because I was yeah. embarrassed I'm like I don't want to be the guy who wears his own brand yep. now I don't wear anything but blacking yeah, because yeah. I think it's the coolest thing ever yep. but you realize like what is Adidas what's B-Max yeah. mm-hmm. you know all these like yep. brands that you auto, uh, auto smart self-explanatory but you think about brand, <clears throat> so many brands have no title to what they do, and that's what makes them what they are. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, giant bikes. You think, if you were to sit around a round table and what do we call our bike company? Giant. Doesn't make sense. No, not at all. all. Giant bikes are well-known. Rolls yeah. off the tongue, everyone knows them. I'm
0: pretty sure it's Giante. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're in the Euro side of the yeah. world. Fucking, yeah. I, <laughs> I love hearing all those play on words that cyclists come up with.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, yeah. dude, it took me years to figure out what my Agua was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro, I, just, I would just be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you want something? Like, yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Walkman. <What? Fuck>, <laughs> uh, yeah. But
2: yeah.
1: Um, who was, what's the guy um, in New York, the real estate agent that... Sir Sirhant. Um, Sir so there's this guy, he sells a phenomenal amount of real estate in New York and we're talking like top-end penthouses worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Awesome, like, yeah. He's crazy, but you listened or watched something the other day where he now just wears... All his own brand. And yeah. he's a real estate agent. He's not, he's not trying to sell his own clothes. Yep. But he's like, well, why wouldn't I? Like, I want people to know, this is what I, this is who I am, this is what I do. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I think sometimes people can probably, I don't know, it could be deemed arrogant or, you know, a bit... Self-interested. Yeah. That. But I think at the same time, if you've got to be willing to put yourself out there and not apologise for who you are and what you do not everyone's going to like it
0: unapologetic is like so essential yeah essential man like I find I, I find that like I'm constantly trying to learn that skill of being unapologetic yeah, sure. to like the nth degree yeah because <clears throat> this is the thing like I get it like you think you're a cool guy with the fucking ponytail and your Harley and your tattoos and all the rest Like yeah, yeah I do yeah, yeah I think I'm cool as fuck that's why yeah. I do it yeah you know yeah. I'm going to get more tattoos because that's what I'm trying to achieve yeah, yeah. but putting your, your balls to the breeze in that sense it's like, yeah, it's scary every time. Yep. Every time.
1: Yeah. I think, like, we were brought up, um, be as polite as possible, please and thank you, off on the front door, um, and it's a very good thing to do and have, Yeah. but it's not until recently, like, for me personally, where I've established a thing where it's like, I am who I am, yep. and I'm not going to change that. I'll still be polite, and you know I'm not going to go around saying that you're a dickhead because I don't like you. Yeah. But if people don't like you for who you are, that's totally fine. Yeah. There's always, again, it's another cliche,
2: but there's always going to be people that don't like you. Like our yeah. first day of um, real estate seven years ago, we knew, didn't know this guy from a bar of soap. Another agent got on our Facebook and yeah. rated us one star and gave us a mouthful. of soap. never met you. Never met you. Never. Literally never spoken to you. Yeah. And that's come, and it's like water off a duck's back because you're never going to please everyone. You don't want to please everyone yeah. because then you're a pushover and don't have yeah. anything of substance yeah. about you.
1: You've got to stick to what's true.
0: Yeah. So, I think that as well, like <clears throat> when you realize that people not liking you as a byproduct of you diving into a niche. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I'm creating Actually like... doing something. Yeah, yeah. And if you're doing the thing that you're into, like for uh, easy example is Black Ink, like... If if you're into Harley's and I'm your guy, yeah. But if you're into Hondas or you're into Kawasaki's, like cool, man. Like I, I like yeah, yeah, that you like that. Yeah. But like it's over there. Yeah. I'm over here. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if I just stick to that for five years, well, in five years' time, I've got a community of people who fuck with what I fuck with. Yeah. I didn't go general and get yeah. a massive population of people that now I can't swear, I can't bring up abortion, I can't say the f word. Yeah. Pick whichever one you want. Yeah. And. <laughs> Otherwise, I might offend a percentage of my... It's like, no, no, no. I'd rather just keep doing me yeah. and keep saying wild shit that I believe in yeah. and then get the people who fuck with me and create an echo chamber so yeah. I can just bring them all in into a cult and we can just go move to the yeah. mountains and, and know, <laughs> do it properly, you know? I know?
2: Like you love Gary Vee and that's what he's big on, the 1,000 true fans, 10,000 true fans. Yeah. Like, you don't want people outside of your demographic or target audience to really be hanging on to your brand because all they're going to be doing is writing negative stuff. You just yeah get rid of them early, do your thing, and the mm. rest is history, yeah.
0: Dude, I just deleted this video. You see that video I put up saying um, about the AI robots? No. Yeah. So I put up a video about these. The Japanese these. lab. Yeah, the it? Japanese lab where 27 people were killed by these AI robots. Three of them were down, and then the fourth one downloaded information from the internet, fixed itself, and then fixed the other robots and continued killing. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a fucking it was
2: fake news, right? Yeah. Oh. Now, <laughs> I'm watching you go through you stages, ready. And you're like, <laughs> that oh, was, we're fucked. Deceptive. That was episode five of Black uh, uh, of um, Black Mirror.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I I saw it as a YouTube short. Yeah. And I, I like immediately I'm like Google. I oh, okay. Maybe it's not true. Okay, there's fucking nothing on it. So they're either burying it or it's not true. Yeah. So I then did a podcast saying like. So the other day, and I, and I say it, and then I, I continue on in the podcast. It's not my most recent one, the one before that, where I say basically like, it's your duty to yeah, figure yeah. shit out, yeah. Yeah. you know? But of course, I put up the extract that gets the most amount of attention, which is nothing saying about it not being true. Yeah. The fucking comments I was getting, man, were crazy. Mm-hmm. I had to delete the video because I realized that... Regardless of how much traction I'm getting, how much it puts me in the algorithm, how how good it is for analytics, yeah. I'm going to attract the wrong person to my page, yeah. and like they think, oh, this fucking dickhead. They go through all of my other reels, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they go through all of my other videos, and all they're the just same, like, oh, look at this. Problem. Oh, you yeah. said the f. Oh, right, right. Yeah. dude, you're a fag. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's silly. So I realize like the reach that it was giving me. It's like. That's crappy reach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're better off getting a, a video that d- gets 500 views to people who really care about your shit yep. than 10,000 views yep. to keyboard warriors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: It's funny because we like early days, like Ben was saying, when we started up, um, it was called the Agents Lloyd Smith Facebook page seven yep. years ago, and um, it was simply just to put our content out there, and we didn't really know what we were doing at the time, and we were just like, oh, we'll try and educate people on a bigger platform, blah blah. What we found was that we didn't pay for followers like a lot of other businesses and um, people in town were doing. Yep. Um, and... As was the vibe at the time, by the way. That yep. was like the yeah, thing so to do. It Yeah, and like their pages grew ex- like exponential. They were massive overnight, 10,000 followers. And we were going, jeez, oh, how have they done that? And then obviously yeah. figured out what they were doing. But when you look at the likes and the comments...
2: Be three likes on there. Yeah, Nothing. but
1: then we would have 200 followers. But we'd have fifty comments, a hundred likes, and it's yeah. like, well, shit! This is actually the way to go it's real. because these people are genuine. Yeah, they're invested in us, which is exactly what you want. Yeah, um, and we, again, we were just being authentic. We didn't know what we we're doing, but from a business standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, it was like, this is what we, this is exactly what you want. You want people, yeah, that and
0: especially when you go through those fifty comments yep. and you know forty-nine of them, yeah, you know, and yeah. you're like, oh, these these people are paying attention, and like, this is a thing. A lot of times, like like a lot of my strategy and practices are based around staying like relevant in your mind. Yeah. You know, because it's not necessarily I'm trying to sell you this one shirt or that jersey or these pair of socks or this G string. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is stay relevant enough that when you decide to spend money, mm. yeah. the first person you that you've already got in your mind like if I'm gonna shop local, I go Black Inc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude's bumbery yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that like that keeping that in mind where you go like I'm not trying to go viral I'm not trying to to like get to 10,000 followers I'm trying to really add value to the 3,000 I've already got mm. yeah. because it's if I like, can add value to them dude as you said those thousand yeah. those thousand loyal customers I might already have them yeah. so yeah. trying to find the new ones yeah, start yeah. giving these
2: ones the shit yeah. that they came for yeah. it's almost too like you've got the slow grind and the repeat customers and it's not like a call to action like buy this today it's they might pick it up for a Christmas or birthday gift, or they need a new yep. shirt. They come to you, and then you do have the the ones that do go viral, and you do a collaboration, and yeah. it's like the the shorter term stuff. But both work in concert and end up like five years from now. Who knows what's where you've been? Yeah?
0: And again, going back to that completely, you know, open slather sort of name. Like, I'm kind of excited to like, wouldn't you love to skip forward five years and see if you're still real estate agents? Yeah. yeah. You know, like I'm sure Black Ink will still be a thing. God knows what it's going to be. Exactly. Yeah how yeah. crazy
2: events yeah.
0: promotion mate. dude the event that i'm doing this friday whoo, i'm so excited and <laughs> yeah, we're a bit jealous man it's like we are clean skins but a bit jealous. man oh you don't give away too much <laughs> no 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 oh just no me, you know this podcast will come out that is yeah this podcast will come out after that that day so i can reveal a little bit these yeah. boys they're getting the, fucking, the royal treatment yeah. Yeah. i can't believe how wild it's going to go yeah, yeah. but the best part about it is, and I think I said this the other day, Like the, the best part is is not what we're doing, it's not the, the content that I'm going to make, it's there's 10 blokes updating their story every half an hour with something crazy going on. I yeah, can't and wait. And their followers just
2: going like, what are they doing? Yeah. 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 What, what is this a part of? Yeah. Yeah, your circle of influence keeps growing, and but it's relevant influence, not like you're saying, the, the feedback you're getting on the, you, the um, false video. Right. Have
1: you set up a podcast during the day?
2: Well, Mini we, one? we've got two
0: two-hour drives yeah, yeah, and an hour drive in the perfect. middle. So I'm thinking like there is perfect there is perfect situation there to just like have the camera and the microphone set up. Yeah. But Luke, the photographer, just to just to debrief the audience here, what's going to happen is I've got a 12-seater limousine picking up 10 of us. Um, one of them is a, like he's purely just a photographer, videographer, and we're just going for a day of carnage, which involves like shooting guns. Uh, getting tattoos, playing
2: mini golf. Secret tattoos, like surprise tattoos. I
0: should say. Yeah, they, they don't know they're getting it. Yeah. They have no idea. And I sent them the the um, information pack and it's like team building and it's got the tattoo design there and all these motherfuckers are going to get a shirt on the day wearing the logo of the what the tattoo is going to be and then we're going to rock up to the tattoo studio and I'm like, well, guess what you're getting? <laughs> <laughs> they all signed disclaimers
1: for
0: the day. <laughs> Dude, this is the thing. These boys are all such savages that like yeah. all of them are going to be excited yeah.
2: about this, you know? So It'll be awesome to see the start of the podcast on the way up and mm. then on the way home there's oh, you know those <laughs> yeah. what,
0: what are they called like the progression videos where it's like yeah. one drink yeah, yeah, two drinks I've had one? this is
2: my first drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> dude this is my 37th drink
0: it's hard because like at 10 o'clock we've got it's not when you say it like this at 10 o'clock in the morning we've got shooting yeah. trying to keep these boys sober until 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> is going to be a fucking nightmare yes. you know oh. <laughs> or just one they won't know just one just like but just fucking chill you know <laughs> yeah. I can see it already yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but yeah that um yeah, you're talking about like that circle of influence, like all these boys are from Bunbury. Yeah, yeah. you know all their fo- all their mates, and this is the thing: they're not trying to get people from Perth and Sydney and all that to follow them like me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're only like the people that follow them they went to school with. Yeah, you know.
2: But how, again, say so you do more, you add the events planning on top of your clothing, yeah, range in the future. It's like it's exciting because we were talking about going to school. Uh, we went to Newton Moore. Like it's. Um, it was a good school, but at the time, but you're sort of not exposed to things like <laughs> <laughs> rose-colored glasses. <laughs> eh? <laughs> no, it was good. People say We learn a bit, um, maybe the street-smart side of things, I suppose. Yeah. But um, yeah. but what you don't, well, what what I didn't pick up is the different options you have to earn money. So yeah. event uh, call it event planning, but you might be a, a, a concert promoter, mm. yeah, um, like a festival promoter, whatever it might be. And there's there's huge money in that sort of stuff, and and not It's not all about money, but that would be quite a fun job, I'd imagine. Yeah. Stressful, but, yeah. but again, you don't, at 15, you don't even know that's an option a lot of the time. So. Right.
0: And I've definitely been places, like, I mean, I've had this sort at GTM, fucking off my face thinking, like, I could do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could definitely, dude, I know there's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah. I've got a lot of moving parts in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I could figure this out piece yeah. of piece. And, uh, not consequently, evidently, I'm doing that roller disco in yeah. January. Yeah. That'd and be I mean,
2: awesome. is Fred Durst coming, like, Woodstock 99? and oh bro I want to see if I can get all of them I want to see if I can bring
0: Freddie Mercury back from the day to no it's
2: yeah. that's a
0: good like I've already started filling up a notebook with like every page has a, has its own kind of um you know like liabilities yep. contractors that have to involve yeah, this yep. that the other yeah. and it's like I almost get excited it's like you're building a thousand piece puzzle and you've just built the border yeah you know it's like okay now i can see what this is yep. now i just got to start working my way in yep. and there's something about having these projects that do move slow mm. and they do make take a thousand phone calls to make and they it, it involves getting people to work together and asking for favors and all this dude i fuck with that
1: yeah yep. i think yep. like bunbury struggled a lot for a long time with getting good quality events yep. and it's because it hasn't had the people driving it yeah um like i think back oh what would it be like maybe 10 years ago like Jordan Janfran that was doing around stuff, at the time yeah. maybe doesn't mind me talking about him but he was phenomenal at getting yeah. the right people at the yeah. right time to do the right event um, he's obviously used that to go on to do what he's doing like all credit to him he's doing amazing things yeah. <clears throat> but I think he started in Bunbury's, pretty freaking cool and obviously awesome. like, his story is amazing we've heard a few podcasts that he's been on and like again but it takes people like that to do it and at the time, again, I don't want to speak out of school, but it seems as though he was probably one of the only people of our age bracket trying to do shit like that. So it would yeah. have been that hard to get things off the mm. ground. So the more people like you doing things, like well, the is getting the pole vaulting in the main street, like, yeah. incredible. It's Huge. something different. People can go down and watch. Good, I tried him twice, friendly. he didn't answer. Come so on, far, come on, mate. back foot. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can work on this. <laughs> well, you um, but, but yeah, the more that happens.
2: with so Jason, Mayor Jason as well. Yeah yeah that's huge that's huge ageism we hate it because we're looked often as like what would you know you're young and Mm. the same goes just because you're older doesn't mean you know everything are outdated but I think having someone of his um, demographic in council and now the mayor can only be a good thing because it brings another viewpoint which there wasn't previously yeah um so hopefully that's the beginning of a shake-up that brings some more events because it's, it's, so, it's such a frustration watching events yeah. go to Bustleton. There's 150 events in Busselton because yeah. they're so receptive to it.
0: Well, this is the thing. I, I don't know if uh, it's... I'm just going to word it delicately, right? I think if you... And I've said this to you guys before. You go to yeah. City of Bunbury with an idea. You told it to me. I've yeah. thrown you under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the City of Bunbury with an idea... And it's not always like looked at favorably, yeah. but if they come to you with an idea, yeah. then the it, the path is laid for you. you and yeah. I think like the cool part of what's happened here is I was doing my apprenticeship unknowingly for the past 12 months. Yeah. I had someone from the city of Bunbury going like, oh, black ink, black ink, black ink. I get the mayor on my podcast, they yeah. see this. And then they go, hang on, mm. let's put the two together and see yeah, what happens. Yeah. And we have a conversation. All of a sudden they're like, look, <laughs> we'll green light something in this space. Yeah. Yeah. Come to us with enough of a plan. And I just went to them with like probably four, 500% of what they were expecting. And she was just like, yes, yes, go ahead. Go, go, go. Make it happen. And I think
1: like touching on way back at the beginning of the podcast and then what Ben just did about um, the events coordination, you with the podcast, being open to everything. And like you might go into planning full-blown events. But it also might be you plan an event, someone comes along that you meet and it's like, holy shit, I'm going off on... This line change. now. Yeah. And yep. that's kind of what happened to us, I suppose, with some of our listings, some of our clients. We've met just the business direction that all it takes is one interaction. And everything and changes. Everything changes. Your whole yeah. your whole life changes. Well, it's being um,
2: fluid enough because, again, it's easy to think, well, no, my yeah. idea of Zephyr is this. Yeah. My yeah. idea of black ink satin. It's like, well, you just met someone or had an interaction and that thread deserves to be pulled. And if it yeah. takes you slightly off your yeah. original course, like that can often just a better thing
1: it's important to have yeah. a direction yeah and stick to that direction but also be open and balls in after you oh, i'll give that a crack
2: what's the saying like having strong ideas but loosely held yeah yeah so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to be wishy-washy but you want to be receptive to and pivot when you have to yeah
0: 100 i have my prayers every morning i'm stubborn on on my vision but yeah. flexible on the path yeah, yeah, yeah and that that keeps everything free and open sometimes you're like oh, i shouldn't be like, I have it all the time where I'll have um, people will contact me and, oh, can you do, um, you know, basketball jersey numbers or yep. can you make this these yep. three shirts for me? And it's yep. just like fucking you, you're noisy at the moment, go away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you realize, like, you, you meet them face to face and then you do the job and then they're like, oh, I've got, I know such and such in at a. Uh, Business X who needs a uniforms done. Yeah. Mm. And that's two hundred uniforms every year. Yeah, yeah. And then you go like, Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. seventy dollar transaction has just turned into a five
1: thousand dollar transaction. Right, yeah. So
0: yeah. it's like, okay, those yeah. numbers don't add up by the way. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know it is
1: it? we so we've never judged books by their cover, but since being in the rural space, there is Absolutely no chance that you should ever judge people by your first interaction or the way they look. Or yeah, yeah, for sure. Because some of the people we've met, we've rocked up. There's a great, there's a great story of he rocked up in a beat up Ute, like it was filthy, dirty, dents all through it, rusty. He hops out, ripped stubby shorts. That he had, he did have boots on, but they were falling apart. Yeah, he had a shirt that was just it hadn't been washed for ten years by the looks. Yeah, of a joke. <laughs> um, had a cap on, faded or anything. He actually spoke really well.
2: His coffee cup
1: butt had a lining of tar like. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we got to know this guy and we were talking to our sellers at the time and we were like, so tell us a little bit more about this fella. Like, has he got the capacity to to pay this much? And he said, they would be worth probably 200 million. Oh, dude. And we walked away and then I (laughs) hopped in the car and went, holy shit, like you just, you should never do it anyway, but that was a real eye opener of yeah. never ever again Yeah for sure do you judge anyone.
0: Like, I know one of my regular customers on the coffee van, like it I didn't know until maybe a year in.
1: Yeah.
0: But I remember thinking like this guy's fucking <laughs> <he's> retarded. <laughs> you <laughs> know, like he's not yeah. not the full bottle. Then yeah, someone's yeah. like, Bro, you know he owns like a third of Bunbury. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Wow Yeah. Okay then, very yeah. cool and then you start looking at him differently and then you realise that it's probably his mode of communication yep. and decision making that you're seeing as like a that's odd. I don't like it. I don't vibe with it. Yeah. But it's like that's how you become rich. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Build your rules. Stick yeah. to them. You know.
1: I, I, we absolutely love it though when because it's often the people you look at and you go, oh, geez, they must have a bit of money that don't. And yeah. Bunbury can be pretty Fronty. bad for yeah. that. Um, terrible. We, terrible. We love when we meet people like that and go, I had absolutely no idea yeah. that you're worth two hundred million. Like you would think he would have fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, what he's yeah. Got. Um, love the unassuming people that you meet that are yeah. super smart super savvy with business and I've, and I've done the right thing and I'm well off like that's that's awesome I yeah. love
0: meeting the the kind of opposite the same thing where they're held dumb and they have heaps of money <laughs> and you're like you just coincidentally made yeah. the right decision at the right time eh? and yeah. they're like yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: but again there's something um, not to be too real estate centric but it's a good lesson which you can learn that you don't have to be the sharpest tool in the shed you just have yeah. to know what in fact they often succeed because they don't put limitations on themselves mm. like they don't yeah. actually see a ceiling they're like i can do anything yeah yeah. and that's that is cool when it works and then you i think we were laughing the other day like then you get the other side of the coin where you go on australian idol because everyone said you're an amazing singer for your whole life and you bloody <laughs> terrible <laughs> you're, you're hopeless yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many people that succeed despite all their drawbacks mm. yeah and you think from the outside looking in they could never but they do and it's like all power because it's as the 2022 it's like a common thing that no everyone's equal unfortunately we're not all equal people yeah. are born yeah less or, or more um, gifted in any different area yeah you sort of just got to make your own goal but, but yeah
0: I feel like that, um, that that thing where people go like oh, I'm not the sort of person who can sell stuff or I'm not the sort of person who can do this or that. I feel like you're hundred percent right. Like I was born six foot four, absolutely gorgeous. Like I can't change that. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't a truck driver when I was born. Yeah. But fuck I can drive a truck. Yeah. I wasn't born knowing how to use Zero or use Photoshop or these things that you just have to learn. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back to conversation where we were saying why don't more people start businesses is because they think they have these limitations, which they do, but they don't realise it's a learning curve Hmm. out of that limitation. The limitation
1: is this, yeah. It's it's you um yeah, having the self-doubt. And yeah. Because, again, a lot of the people that probably aren't the smartest don't self-limit. Yeah, yeah. Because they, the, they don't the even think group. about failure.
2: You're either Elon Musk and smart enough to succeed because you're smart. You know, yeah. Or, you, again, this is generalizing, that yeah. you get the guys that aren't so smart, guys and girls, and they succeed, and it's like everyone in the middle... We
1: overthink it. Overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You try and be perfect and please everyone, and like we were just saying before, you can't please everyone. What's just, so-and-so gonna think, and yeah. yeah. Who cares, Yeah, just
0: do it. Yeah, and I think like, my I keep going back to like, okay, I'm working this job, I'm making a thousand bucks a week, right? And you go, okay, i spend this much on, on my rent, on my food, on my insurances, on this and that, so I actually need like 600 bucks a week to live, really, mm. right? So it gives me 400 bucks that I spend. You go, okay, first thought experiment, if I took out that $400 worth of spending every week, can I still live? I don't buy my Hot Wheels, I don't have new shoes, I don't go to Perth for no reason, I don't buy recreational drugs, I don't yeah. buy alcohol and cigarettes, right? Yeah. Can I can I make that move? So then you go, okay, cool. Now, if you can or can't, this question still applies, can I make $600 or $1,000 a week if I had all the time and that was my only job? Yeah. Now that's a really important question because that's what I ask myself. Yeah. Here's how much it costs to live. Yeah. If you can figure out how to make that money, so to say I need 500 bucks a week to live, you can figure out how to make 500 bucks every week you don't have to go to work. Yeah, you don't have to have a job. You have no boss now. Yeah. And on top of that, if you can make that money on Monday, you've got Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to go ride motorbikes, do whatever you want. Yeah. Or if you're real smart, you can do it on Monday, Tuesday, okay. Wednesday, Thursday. You can do that for ten years and yeah. then retire. Yeah. You know, that that conversation is one that just doesn't exist. Yeah. But it seems like when you start thinking like that, which I've been thinking like that for. Years, years yep. and years now. It's just like, why would anyone have a job? Exactly. Yeah. Figure out what you like doing. Figure out what you're good at. Monetize it. Yeah. You know. And don't expect a hundred thousand dollars in the first year. Yeah. Don't expect it for ten years. And if you have that mentality, yep. Or it's like, cool. I'm I'm living I'm living as uh lean as I can. Uh-huh. Yep. And I'm just going to focus on the purpose on on the on the progress on what we're doing. Yep. Not the outcome, not the money, not the bullshit. It's like just focus on that. Will draw a Yeah.
1: It's funny. I had a conversation with um my now wife we just got back from a honeymoon yeah i'm um, sorry right with me sharing this but we were having a conversation and re- at dinner and we were talking about kids and things like that and she was saying that when she has kids she won't be going to work mm-hmm. so she'll lose her identity and i said just hold up a second will you lose your identity or will you simply just not work? And she said, well, what I do is part of, is that's my identity. And I said, no, what you, and whether I'm right or wrong, I don't know. This is just my opinion. But I said to her, what you do as a job is not your identity. What you do as a job is because of your identity. So she's caring. Um, she's very diligent, which makes her good at her job, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, she, she did come around to the idea, but what I was saying was that so many people get caught in their job being part of who they are. Yep. What Ben and I do with real estate, that's not who we are at all. Like Most people, what we put out on, on socials because we have to be semi-professional, yeah, yeah, yeah. what people see of us is not really... It's not all of us. It's, it's not of all us, of us, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what I was trying to say to Mel, was that work isn't, that's not life. Yeah. You, you, you have to work whether it be self-employed, whether it be a, an online store, whether it be nine, XYZ, nine to five, yeah. um, that's not who you are. You can go and earn the bare minimum and we've often spoken about it. Yep. If you had a, we'd love to buy a farm, earn the bare minimum or live off the land. Off you go. And check out. Yeah. Um, but what you do for a living is certainly not, in my opinion, your identity. It's
0: yeah. funny, I feel like she's halfway. Because yes, she is. Yeah. She's in it she's in a position where she's making money, doing something that is so meaningful to her that she feels like it's part of her identity. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's a great thing because yeah. there's a lot of people who are doing the thing that they gotta do because mm-hmm. they gotta do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're hundred percent right. Occupation and identity are very different things. Yeah. If you can hit the nail on the head, that's great. And obviously like we've figured out a way. Yep. I've figured Some out managed. a way to you know, to, yep. to kind of go like here's a way where I can do what I do and make money out of it. Yep. But like let's go back to the thing I said before like if I'm having a bad time I go ride my bike it's because I know me I don't know me but I'm on this path of figuring out who exactly Jake is who that unconscious person is pulling the strings making the decisions and all that and I realise that that is more my occupation in this life than making money because if Black Ink gets taken away from me then what am I? I can tell you I like riding motorbikes I like learning the the keyboard I like designing things on my computer just as it is so like when you start and, and like likes are an easy thing to go to but again a lot of people don't know what they like yep. a lot of people don't know what sort of emotive person they are where she sounds very empathetic yep. i know i'm not empathetic yep. and i'm very strong-minded yeah so it's like that whole identity thing i think that is a a lifelong process that you have to learn to love
3: yeah
0: and you also have to learn to get gritty with it yeah you have to be ready to learn shit about yourself you're like oh i'm actually i'm, I'm a bit gross or i'm a yeah. bit this i'm a bit that but also <clears throat> I'm a bit this, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. a bit that. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm happy and excited about that. Yeah.
2: Mm. Like if you lost Black Ink tomorrow, that would be a blow. But people know Jake Kerr. Yeah. So you don't lose Jake Kerr, you lose the name Black Ink. Yep. And continue on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. like you're, you're building this. Uh, I'm building this robot next to me that looks exactly like me. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I and dude, it's fucking scary. If my if my Instagram account gets taken away from me, which I try and ha- I had someone try and hack it two days ago. Yeah. Right. But if they get taken away from me, what am I? Yeah. You know, I'm back to square zero. I got 190 subscribers on YouTube. Yep. How do I monetize that? Yeah. You know, yep. it's a scary thought, but it's something that you go, okay, if that's the case, yep. then that's that really is like something that was always going to happen in a way. Mm. You know,
1: yep. I think it's becoming more and more prevalent too. Without delving too deep into it, with people like uh, Andrew Tate and a few others, that again, everyone knows who he is. He doesn't need yeah. social media for that. But there's more and more stories coming out. As, as big as people, t- their bank accounts are getting shut down and stuff. So yeah. again, without delving into the full conspiracy theories, you still have to find you. You should always identify as you, not what you do as a job or something else. You're always you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That um also that conversation about having kids. I um I, I had a really interesting chat with mum the other day because she goes, you know, like I'm not sure if I want grandchildren in this world. It's not the most ideal place. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. But as a species, we're problem solvers. So mm. I'll give you a bit of an idea that I had here. It's, it's like a concept, and I still don't know how I feel about it. It's just sometimes you've got to throw these ideas out there verbally and see how you feel yeah. about it. Yeah. And this one's kind of made sense to me so far. Like, You think about, like, as a species, we're problem solvers, right? And that kind of got us to where we're at. Like The agricultural revolution happened because we're like, oh, here's a little problem if we solve. We can feed everyone as much as we want. Yeah. You know, If we yeah. keep propagating this idea, and obviously that turned into everything that we're into now so that has left us with climate change it's left us with you know ruining the soils it's left us with all these things that now the next generation are gonna have to come up and solve these really difficult problems and we look at these problems as a reason to not like all the smart people go like well i'm not going to procreate and bring my child into this horrible world but then you look at it and go okay the world is pretty bad i don't like the idea of the schooling system i'm sending my kid to i don't like the idea of like I don't like the idea of how much like child pornography is available that other people can have access to and then can look at my child as a victim mm-hmm. you know so like that sort of stuff absolutely horrifies yeah, me yeah, yeah. but what if my kid is the one who solves the problem
2: yeah
0: what if my kid is the one who goes like oh i i, I really fucked with global warming i really like uh you know researching trees or yep. whatever and that led to making this and this. Yep. So then you start going like oh again you're a tiny red blood cell yeah, yeah, yeah. in a vein. Zoom out. It's not your job to worry about whether or not you should have kids. It's your duty as a human
2: to procreate and keep the species alive. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. What an interesting way to look
1: at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, again, you're actually putting thought into it. Whatever comes of it, whether you do or you don't, at least you've thought about it. and You're yeah. just running out. And, and so many people it, have like, to tick a box. Yeah.
0: So many people are like, oh, I accidentally did it. Are you going to get pregnant? And she's like, probably. And yeah. then they have a kid, you yeah. know? And then that's society. Yeah. Oh, dude! Then they break up, and (laughs) (laughs) you want me to keep going? I can, I can, I can tell the whole story, dude. I can even give you the—I'll give them names. (laughs) Oh,
1: it is—it is funny though, because like, obviously, getting married, spoken and thought a lot about it,
2: and everyone asks. It's a funny thing, like it's the first question, same as when we started our thing. Or where's your office? It's like you get married when you're having kids. Yeah, it's like an assumed thing. Yeah,
1: and I will like—we know a few people that. That um, have either struggled having kids or can't have kids, and to this day I will never ask if someone will or won't. Oh yeah, could be a a
0: rough spot, for exactly.
1: But I've like I've asked myself this question. I've asked it of others, and it might be a bit pointy, but I'll you know why? Why would I have a kid? Like what? What? Tell me the reason why you would have a kid. Yeah, and most people can't give an answer other than oh well. Look after when you it's grow just old. Just the thing to like. Yeah, the yeah. thing to do. Like, again, we look at social media, and it's just compare, 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 compare. And there's always the buy a house, get a dog, get married, have kids. Like there's all these boxes that have yeah. to be ticked. And to be fair, and you've only got one box left. Yeah, I right? have a house. I have a dog. I've been. I'm He's got a camper married. trailer. Shit. But you've never used it. there. But it's. Um, it's that, it, it is definitely that trap that a lot of people fall into. of oh, yeah. i just got to tick the box, tick the box. But like Ben said, at least you've put the thought into it and oh, yeah, have dude. a better understanding as to why you would want to.
0: it's This conversation is a part of a, a massive conversation which goes into, like, who is Jake? Mm. Why would I have kids? Mm. What is the world that I live in? Yep. How do I make $500 a week? Yep. Mm. You know, like, this is all the same conversation. Will my kid
2: be able to make 500 bucks And will yeah. he yeah. have access to it or yeah. she if they do or don't do these things yeah. and, right. and I don't think that's too crazy now like again the last few years has been a bit hectic but all leading up to this is so much going on like we're so overwhelmed it's not just one problem because we are problem solvers it's like you can focus on education you can focus on the environment you can focus on whatever yeah. our overlords whether you believe in that or not it's like in in some way or another we do have an overlord in whether it be your job or the puppet market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such a thing of course yep. the Illuminati or whatever but um, they call themselves real. the purple circle I'm That's pretty right. sure yeah yep. um, but it's you can never have a crystal ball and yep. I don't think you can go in if you are going down that track to expect the worst if you're going to do it I think you have to err on the positive side of things otherwise mm. you probably shouldn't be well you know no. that this
0: pattern of life like once you figure out what the pattern is <clears throat> it repeats itself everywhere right and I think like part of that pattern that I dwell on when I'm having this conversation is Like, I recently got let go by, I was contracting for this place to do their marketing. And that was like my security of like, they paid me X amount, that was my bills paid. So it was really comfortable. When they let me go, the moment they let me go, I'm like, what do I do now? Like, this is, it was horrible. I'm like, this is terrible. This, it never could be, but it's in the conversation of, this could be the end of Black Ink. Because it now means that I've got to literally just focus on making money in the business, which is really hard to do, otherwise everyone will be doing it, right? But then I look back at it like I've got less money now than what I did then. That was like two months, three, three months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it was a blessing. Yeah. I just had to get busy doing this, but yeah. I needed that to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now what if having a kid is them getting rid of me? Yeah. What if at the time you're like, fuck, the world's the world's not looking good. How are they gonna make how are they gonna live how am I gonna educate them? How am I gonna direct yeah. them and give them the best possible tools, mental tools to make these decisions? Yeah. It's like, dude, have the kid and get there before you start
1: worrying about it. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think that's like you can definitely overload the plate of what you've got on and you can stretch yourself too thin. Yeah. But there's there's zero perfect timing to do anything, is there? Like we started business, I went away for a month. Yeah. Got married, went away for a month. Not ideal. Boys got through, I'm fortunate enough to have the other two or the other three looking after it. Yeah. But A lot of people would probably look at it and go, geez, you're crazy. You just spent a heap of money and you're going to start up a business. Yeah, and then you fuck off. We were going to rebuild our house, but then that's a blessing that that didn't come off. But it's like, there's no perfect time for kids. There's no perfect time to start up a business. There's no perfect time to get get the sack or get let go. But when it happens, again, be open. Zoom out a bit, yeah. And yeah, Ben's um, massive on the saying, just zoom out. I guess what you're saying as well is zoom out, have a look at... The, the blood flow. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's way bigger than just us. Zoom yeah. out and have focus a
0: on being the problem solver. Like yeah. I get it. You've you've isolated what the problem is here. Yeah. Continue the sentence. Yeah. How How we going to fix it? Yeah. You know. Everything. Take half a, day a to
2: be sad if you have to, but then yeah. get on with it. Like. Yeah. Go for a ride. You're anything fine. longer than yeah. that, it's sort of a, a waste, really. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, even that. Being sad, like I was saying to Terry yesterday, uh, at the accountants, like man, to be honest with you, and yet this is true, truthful. Like yesterday was like maybe one of the ten hardest days emotionally of the year, because like you just have that moment where like you know you look at your bank and that upsets you, and you you get a message from someone that upsets you, and then you're like I got to do all this work before I can make this happen, and that upsets you, and you're just like, fuck, you know and what? trying to not like i've got my little tricks to get out of that yep. but you also have to be sad yeah because yeah. if you skip that yep. it's going to be saturday night you're having some of these with the boys yeah and then you're like oh i think i need to cry yeah, yeah. and you're like why what's going on yeah, i, I yeah, don't yeah. know i don't yeah. know yeah. you know
2: yeah yeah no that's true as well again like i have enjoyed stoicism for a while and um like caesar had a saying that whether he because he lost his daughter so when his daughter died. He took the information in, and it's because uh, it is a fine line. You become a robot if you just cut all emotion, which you don't want right. But he took the the time to obviously grieve and whatever. But then he can't change that. Yeah. And what do I do moving forward? And it's the same when he wins a battle. He doesn't get carried away thinking I'm I'm the best yep. ever. I can not be. I can't be defeated. I can't make a mistake. It's like okay, we've won. Celebrate. Have the night. Have a few beers, mm-hmm. boys. But tomorrow yep. we're back on track. Yeah. 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 yeah what? Yeah
0: bloody oath rightio well I'm absolutely dying for a piss and that's always a good time to wrap up the podcast <laughs> <laughs> if guys want to get oh, sorry if ladies and gentlemen want to get a hold of you where can they find you
2: uh, Zephyr Real Estate on Instagram Facebook um, yep. Zephyr Real Estate.com is the website But Zephyr is spelt Z-E-P-H-Y-R hell so, yeah yep. yep yep that's it but yeah probably most active on Instagram yep um, even our personal accounts we put a bit more on there as well but yep. yep Yeah. that's the that's the spot
0: bloody oath And if you're watching this video on YouTube and you don't already subscribe, you're not to do. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast. We are out.